Hey everyone, welcome back to Bros and Shows. I am your host, Josiah, aka Mauler67. And with me, as always, you know I got my buddy, I got my pal, I got my brother, my brother Austin. Austin, how you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How about hey, you? Doing pretty good. That's good. I'm doing pretty good myself. I can't complain. We doing pretty good. We doing pretty good. Awesome, that's good. That's good to hear, man. I was I was worried uh, three minutes ago for this episode um, because as I as you know from the last couple weeks, I've had a sciatic nerve pinch mm -hmm. in my leg, and it has been doing what it normally does, traveling down the leg, blah blah blah, blah doing all that good, beautiful stuff. Uh, however, uh, today I was walking, and it's been getting like the last two days, it's been in like my knee and like slowly lower. So it's like, okay, it's almost out of my, my leg type deal thing. Because once it gets past the knees, it basically is, is good to go. Um, and I laid down on my bed today. And I was like, ah, yes. It feels good. <laughs> and then I, I lean on one side. And, and for the first time ever, when I like bent my leg, it searing pain went through my whole body. Ooh. And I was like, oh... I'm not used to that responding that way. <laughs> and so I instantly tried to go into like the position that normally like relieves the pain and it just kept going. And I was like, uh Oh, a new territory. I don't know what to do. And so I like flipped on the other side and went away. And I was like, I'm terrified to turn them to that side, which <laughs> was basically the field position on the right side, which, you know, my bed, Austin, oh, my yeah. bed is up against the wall on the right side. So you have to get on, you have to get out on the right side, which means I have to get out on that side. Mm. And I was Ow. like, uh-oh, I'm fearful. <laughs> I don't like oh, how no. this is going. And uh, I ended up falling asleep on the other side, woke up, slowly moved myself over. It felt good the whole way. And then the second I got on the right side, the pain came back and I was like, oh no, I'm lost in my room. Uh, but then after, like, the big searing pain, it, like, suddenly, like, dissipated in a weird, like, feeling. It wasn't like the before where it would, like, pain and then slowly fade. It was, like, pain gone. And I was like, okay, that's weird. So I got up. I had no pain whatsoever. It felt almost like it was cured. And I was like, oh, was that, like, the last yeehaw before it uh, disappeared forever? Set down the chair and it's like, remember pain? <laughs> And so right before when me and you were just sitting there, I don't know if you were looking at me at all. I was sitting there going, uh, repositioning myself, trying to get that pain to go away while sitting. Um, it has now gone away. Uh, but I was really concerned because I'm like, it's going to be during the uh, podcast. I'm just going to be randomly like muting myself and then be like, uh, uh, like making faces the whole time. But oh, man. luckily enough, not an issue, not a problem, and I'm I am good now. Mm. Uh, so Austin, how's your sciatica? <laughs> <laughs> My sciatica is just fine. Right I don't have sciatica. No, I'm a smart person. No, I don't eat, eat like a trash fool and be bad. That's that's good, Austin. I'm glad. I'm glad that. Mm -hmm. You don't have it, and I don't wish it on people because it sucks. 
um because i don't know it just it, it's like a sucky thing to have to deal with it that uh your body just randomly decides you know what you pinch something just by existing yeah yeah, I, I, I was I explaining. I was explaining to my friends that I'm like, it's the equivalent of like pinching your funny bone. But then it just decided, you know what? That joke was so funny. I'm going to continue laughing about it for the next two or three weeks. Oh man, yeah. And... No, I, I've had those. Uh, like when I worked at uh, a factory, I actually pinched my sciatic, and I remember it being in so much pain to a point where like my knees would go up to my chest when I would walk, and I hated it so much. Like it was so much pain. It was like from the back of my neck all the way down to my legs and like it would just be like oh like that and a jolt and it lasted for i think like two months and then i actually went to a chiropractor like a weekend and he was like hey i'm not doing anything with you it's a sciatic and i was like really and he's like mm -hmm. yeah i go to a doctor and i went to the doctor and the doctor's like well we can give you pain meds but can give you know you it's, stuff that's it's it. just gonna keep it out of your mind it's not gonna re relieve the pain so he was like what I would recommend is just rest, uh, lay on your back as like lay down as much as you can and like take ibuprofen um, or Tylenol would be better. And I was like, okay. So I started taking Tylenol and it never worked. And then ibuprofen actually helped it, but it turned into like a month full of like me taking like three ibuprofen a day. And I was just like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Like it, it you know, that's a lot of ibuprofen. The, the, so. the funny thing is, it's like, I, I haven't tried ibuprofen on this. I, I know that there is a difference between like Tylenol, ibuprofen, like they're, yeah. they're different things. They affect the body in different ways. Mm -hmm. Most people just look at it as like, oh, pain relievers, right? Mm -mm. Um, Cause I, I remember like ones like, I, I don't even know, like I don't want to say what they are. Cause like they're, they're, they like function differently. One's like, oh, this is a nerve issue. And there's some that yeah. dampen the nerves. There's others that are like, it's like anti-inflammatory. It like removes the inflammation, which is what's causing the pain in some people. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, okay. You have to know which one it is. You have to know what you have in order to pick the right one or else it's just going to be non-void. I have Tylenol in the house. I took Tylenol. Ain't doing jack. Yeah. And see, so like, I'm like, it must not be Tylenol or it, it could be like three other things because like um i remember i took tylenol it didn't work uh i took uh naproxen which is a leave um and that didn't work either but then i took ibuprofen and it worked and then there was one time where i didn't have my ibuprofen so i took advil and advil worked but advil is like one of the worst out of all those yeah, um it, it's like one of the worst you know keep consuming it but you know like I usually just take ibuprofen. I'll take like two uh, with my sciatic because I have that problem from time to time. It's just a thing that I deal with. Like I might bend some. I remember one time I, I actually pinched my sciatic when I picked up a, a shirt off the floor. Like I just reached <laughs> down real quick and I picked up a shirt. And when I did, I was like, oh. and I remember for like a good, I'd have to say a week I had that problem. But then I was like, oh, well, this is just a sciatic. I will just do that. Ice does work too. That's that's a perfect thing too. Um, or was it a biofreeze is really good, but it also smells like that's the only problem I have with biofreeze. It, it does eliminate the pain, but the smell is atrocious. It smells like menthol. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it, it's, it's like icy yeah, hot. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's it's rough arena. It's yeah. rough arena. And that, that's one of the things, like, I'm, like, I'm over here thinking, like, maybe I should get some and just, 
like you on there um mm. it will be fantastic but it's it's going away that's all i care about mm. um i'll get to sleep on it again tonight and hopefully that like reduces it even more um basically every every day i've been sleeping it's it's going like farther or farther away and i'm like mm -hmm. only only it's one of those times i wish i had some cbd still because then i would just take some and i'm like maybe that could help me because like i know that like uh, small traces of cbd will remove like such thing yeah. but the cbd i have has expired because i tasted it and i was like Ugh. nope that's <laughs> bad i i haven't gotten new ones in a while because i wasn't using it efficient like constantly yeah. um since i got a better job and wasn't like hating my life uh so it's <laughs> like yeah um it's kind of like how like what i've been going through lately um like ever since uh, you know the traumatic thing that happened in me and my wife's life um i actually kind of let go like i i kind of like started eating more and i was like eating unhealthy and yeah. i wasn't getting good sleep at all like I, I i stopped taking all my vitamins that i take and like i stopped working out and i was just like you know i can't deal with this right now and, and depression is that like that's depression but um i actually like in the last four days yeah it's been four days um i decided like i just was like uh, i i remember this is pretty funny you guys can laugh at this it's okay um i remember the exact moment when i realized i need to stop what i'm doing and start eating healthy again because i'm not feeling good and what that was was i was in my room in my bed and i had a huge glass of milk like vitamin d milk and i had a box of vanilla wafers and I love vanilla wafers. Like, I'll just, like, scarf them down and drink the milk with them. They're kind of like how people like Oreos with milk. Yeah. And I was eating a whole bunch of it. And my wife woke up and she's like, can you turn on the TV? And she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, I'm eating vanilla wafers. She's like, how many boxes have you ate? Because you just bought that box. And I was like, well, I bought a box yesterday and I ate those. And I bought this box and now I'm almost done with this. And she's like, oh, I, okay, that's not good. And I was watching wrestling because I've been going back and watching old school wrestling stuff. Um, but then I realized, I was like, man, maybe she's right. Like, I'm, I'm not feeling too good. So I stopped, uh, I'm eating healthy again. Like, I, I, you know, I'm only having three meals and like the snacks I'm having are healthy snacks. And I started taking my vitamins again. And I realized that there was a vitamin that really helped me sleep. And that was uh, magnesium. Uh, magnesium like puts you in like a really deep sleep uh you don't it doesn't like make you go to sleep you just have to have it in your body but ever since i started retaking it i slept for like six hours last night and i woke up today and i was like i have felt so much better since the last like three days like this is the best like energy i've had like i want to go do stuff i want to like you know clean up around the house and stuff like that so you know i've been i've been really getting back on that and then um you know, I'm kind of trying to be a little bit more healthy because this weekend I am leaving for Florida. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Saturday we leave at five o'clock in the morning oh, dang. To, to Disney World or Magic Kingdom. And then we'll be back Sunday around like, I think, four, four o'clock. Yeah, four o'clock in the afternoon. Um, so, yeah, it's. You know, and you've been to Disney, you've been there before, so you know how much walking's involved in that, you know, um, especially the Magic Kingdom because it has the most rides. Um, but it's it, it's just, oh my gosh, it's it's a lot of walking, especially it's super hot, you know, super hot. Uh, sorry, but, sorry, my brain's not listening, like, properly. 
Disney <laughs> Disneyland, right? You're going to World. 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 Okay, okay, World. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Again, I had to in my brain go Disneyland <laughs> in order to figure <laughs> out which one was the California one. Yeah. Um That's Disneyland. Disney World. Disneyland's is in California. California. Yeah, you're you're going to the yeah, one yeah, we yeah. went to. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, that all yeah. makes sense now. Everything makes sense in my brain now. Because <laughs> when like you were talking and saying stuff, I'm like, wait, are you going are you saying you're going back down? there because I, I know your wife is like a traveling consultant for it yeah, yeah and that that all made sense but i'm like well what stops her from being disney world traveling consultant at the same time like my brain just started traveling all over the place and that's why i'm like okay i have to stop and ask him again because until this is resolved my brain is not going to connect the stuff so mm. okay yeah. okay that- sounds hey man that's Okay, to do it. Just, I'm going to do this real quick. Nature calls real quick. I have to go because I drank a whole bunch of coffee and water, and I'll be right back. You do whatever you need to do. <laughs> oh, my chair's locked too. What a time to do Go ahead and go, right? man. Right? I what, have to what, go, man. What, what's, what time to do it, man? We haven't even started talking about the show. I know, right? Just, just talk about the sciatic. You know? I don't want to talk about my sciatic. Or Walter. I'm going to talk about Sea of Stars. Go on. Go quickly. Right, there you I'll go. be quick on it. I'll be yeah, quick on it. All right. So, hey, yeah. all. Welcome to Josiah Talks About a Game that he's been playing because Austin left before the podcast, uh, before we started talking about the episode, so I can't talk about Steven Universe. Um, I mean, we, we could I talk a little bit about Steven Universe, but real quickly, I just want to uh, promote a game that I was really excited for and I got to play called Sea of Thieves is out now on Steam, Nintendo, and I think everywhere else. Uh, it is a indie JRPG uh, game. Fantastic. It is fantastic. If you're a fan of like Chrono Trigger, um, Chrono Cross, Secret of Mana, like those classical 8-bit uh, or uh, 32-bit snes style uh games it's fantastic it's a it's a quick buy it's only like 30 dollars maybe even cheaper i think it's on sale right now because they're they put it on sale when it first came out it is the definition of a passion project um the turn-based style it's it, the second you look at it, you're going to instantly acknowledge okay Tr- chrono trigger was a big part of this game's development and that's 100 percent true um, the battle itself, like, I, I'll just say this, uh, when you attack, there's time button mechanics to, like, do extra damage, or time button mechanics to take less damage, and each weapon has, like, additional stuff. It's it's just a really great, enjoyable game. I got Austin into it. Austin was playing it right before we came on stream, and I just, I just highly recommend it. Um, and, uh, I, the, the one of the reasons why I do want to bring up is there's this place in the game, uh, because it was crowdfunded. Over like a million some dollars was crowdfunded for it, where everyone who backed was able to put a monument, like a like a little gravestone for whatever they want in it. And depending on your tier that you paid, uh, it becomes like that. Like the base tier was just a regular gravestone, and then the second tier was like a, a little um, pitcher or a little guy. And then the highest grades, you got a full on custom made sprite art for it. And the one thing that kind of hit me emotionally about the game, and, and I, I will admit, like, there, there's multiple emotional stuff. Uh, can you get it for the handheld game that you have? I Yes, you can get it on Switch. Um, and In fact, actually, Mama Burkhart, uh, since you're here in chat and since you are the, the mama of the Burkhart boys, um, I have a Steam Deck now. I'm probably never going to play the Switch again. 
if you want the Switch, uh, next time I come home, I'll give it to you. It's yours. Happy, happy be my mother and gain my games that I won't play anymore. You can, you can get it and then you can play it and you can have access to that. And then like when the kids come over, you'll have it. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, but there, there's monuments in the game where, um, there, there's like this crypt thing and it has over like millions of people, uh, who, uh, donated to the game and they have these special things and just going through the crypt and reading different people's like monuments to things. It, it just, it, 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 it cracked me. Like I, I just was not able to, I just like started like cheering up and bawling. Um, because the one thing I learned is that of all the people in the, the crowdfunding, most people, when they were given the option to immortalize someone, chose to immortalize like friends, families, and loved ones instead. Uh, one of the one of the top ones, like if you go to the very middle one and you go into it, uh, it's it's a picture of this girl with an elephant. And it says like, um, you always brought us with the most joy and love and we love you. Um, from your your parents to you you brought so much joy and it, it, it's like dedicated to their child and i assume something happened to the child or they they just wanted to immortalize their love with their child into the game and it it broke me i just started tearing up like i started crying because i'm like that's so messed like i can't can't do it. and just reading through that there's like a one of the statue was like of a dog and it's just like the best hero the best hero that a person could ask for we miss you buddy i hope to see you again and i'm just like i can't do this this is literally just a crowdfunding thing and it's like tearing me apart oh i'm even getting teared up just thinking about it because it, it legitly like oh and then they have like a hidden thing in the the, the crypt as well that you have to work for but i i 100 of that game it was worth it 110%. Anyways, <laughs> Austin, now that you're back, we can talk and finally get started on the podcast about Steven Universe Season 4. I ended up talking about Sea of Thieves. Sea of Stars. Sea of Stars. Sea of Stars, Sea of Thieves. Yeah, I'm actually playing through that right now. You actually recommended yep, it, so yep. I'm actually enjoying it. I mentioned that I got you onto it, and so... Mm -hmm. But Austin, yeah. we can talk about it. So, Austin, what did you think of Steven Universe Season 4? You did this to me. I, I'm gonna say this. You did this to me. You season. say I. You say I did you, this to you. You did this to me. No, Rebecca Sugar did this to us. <laughs> I can't. Damn. I can't watch any. Like, I, I want you to understand this, man. After Adventure Time and after Steam Universe, I have a hundred percent perceived, understood, and know that any show. HBO, uh, Cartoon Network, to Disney Channel, any show can have this like deep, hard storytelling like power, right? And Steven Universe was the first show that showed me like kids shows can do this. In fact, they may have some of the best storytelling you know. And then that's what got me down the rabbit hole. Like that's, it was after Steven Universe that I went into like Gravity Falls and I went into Adventure Time itself. It opened my eyes to the world of animation. I, I've been saying it since we began the podcast. I feel animation is some of the best ways to tell a story because it allows you to do things that you couldn't do in real life. Mm -hmm. And it's one of the reasons why, Steven Universe is one of the reasons why I feel this way. Yeah. Anyways, also, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go on. What, why, <laughs> what did I do to you? Uh, man, this season was... 
uh, wrecked me a little bit. Like it, it just, it just like wrecked me. Uh, there was a lot of stuff that was revealed this season. Yeah. That and there was there was some episodes that just. Ooh, uh, man, it's just some some of those episodes really got to me. Like you know, usually like with with like the first season, like I was just watching it, and then like it was background mostly. And then it hooked me like after season like two. And yeah. then I was like, all right, we're, we're getting into the good stuff. And you're getting into actual story and like yeah. character art. Yeah. yeah. And th- this is a season where it's heavy character art. And we get to see like a lot of different background. And what I like about this season so much is you're getting to know Steven the most. Uh, because Steven doesn't really know who he is. Yeah. Uh, he just knows who, you know, he was uh, kind of deal, like where he's like his mom in a way, in some type of form. Yeah. And there is some episodes where I had to stop and just like sit there and I was like, whoo, what did I just watch? <laughs> you know, I had to I had to kind of like soak all of it in and you know, it didn't it didn't start until one episode. One one episode started like in this spiral of like me trying to you know, not trying to show certain emotions because it just wrecked me. Um seriously, like uh you know, one one of the episodes that I, I think the first episode that got me was Steven's dream episode, where he started having dreams of blue diamond. Blue mm. Diamond's visions. Yep. That episode was rough. I was like, "Dang, dude!" Like, but I also have theories. I have theories on things now. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Hundred um, percent. You you can't watch the universe without getting like those fan theories, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and 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 I did like this season with Onion. The Onion episode uh, was actually fun. It was not creepy and no, weird. It up. was still a little creepy. There, there was but there was a creepy was... part whenever like they do the race with the bugs and then they, they uh, like start chanting and they give them the bug and the hammer and they're just yeah. like squish, squish, squish. Like they are not saying it, but they're like tapping like to squish it and he's just like ah, ah, I won't do it. He won. <laughs> yeah, there there were some really uh, good episodes. Episode ten though wrecked me. Uh, but also episode five was pretty good too. And that's the, the future voyage Zoltron. Oh yeah. Uh, the, that, the future. Yeah. Yeah. Because the guy shows up and he's like, I just wanted him to tell me, you know, like my old act that it was like, you know, we always wanted it. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's cool. And then my girl Pearl mm-hmm. got a number. <laughs> she got a number. All right. She got a number. Which she's in real quickly. Hair girls. <laughs> I won't talk about that episode. Yeah. Because that episode introduced me to one of my favorite musical um, artists. Mike Kroll is a real artist. I yeah. I found him out through Steven Universe. Because uh, one of the issues I always have with music is that I have a very distinct style of music I like. And I never find someone who kind of shares that style. And the, the style I used to ask people, like, do you know any bands that's like this? I used to say, like, you know Sex Bomb from um, Scott Pilgrim. You know, where it's kind of like garage like grunge with like synth music or in mm-hmm. some way. And people would be like, mm-hmm. like, if you like garage grunge, you should look up Nirvana or something like that. And it's like, that's not the style I like. 
it, it's it's weird and and the worst part is is like if you look up garage grunge that is what you find with it is you find like nirvana and, and well, those things usually but, like people would say that like but to me it's a different thing like if some if you would ask me that the first thing that does come to my mind is not nirvana it's a uh, beck i don't know if you've ever I, heard I don't of beck. Know beck no uh, actually, you have. Remember the Futurama episode where Bender gets Oh, broke? yeah, and he has That's the little Beck. harmonica. Yeah, yeah. okay. Because Beck did... Uh, uh, actually, Beck was one of my is one of my favorite artists of all time in the 90s. Mm. And he actually did a song on the Scott Pilgrim soundtrack. That's right. He oh. did... Uh, Ramona, actually. Oh, that's who. Song. That's okay. That's I know that song. Yeah. Yeah. So like. I mean, that's um, okay. That's not exactly what I'm looking for <laughs> at all. But yeah. But if <laughs> I'm, you I'm talking like more that, like the band back. itself. But yeah. like, anyways, it was it was in this the 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 show I was watching, and they're like, oh, we're going to a concert. We're going to Mike Crawl. He's really like garage. Like he's he's really he sounds great. Like the garage sound. And mm. I I just remember watching and be like garage sound. And he's in this episode, and uh, I saw on Twitter, like, Rebecca Sugar, uh, like, quote a tweet from him saying, like, yeah, I, I was a big fan of Mike Craw. I saw him live a couple times, and I really wanted his music to be, like, shared. I really wanted it to be. So she asked him to come in and, and like, add some music to the show, and they did so. And whenever I, I, I saw that, I was like, okay, let's, let's check this guy out. He was exactly the type of sound I want. Where it like the, the the two key things that I always thought about was like instrument wise like they're they're like kind of thrashing or having good times. Two, uh, the microphone sounds like an old like sixty mic where it's like and then like in the background you hear like extra noise like I, I can't think of like a motion city soundtrack kind of where like in some of their songs you'll hear like the keyboard adding like music and the like extra beat stuff in the background or like um even like smash mouth I, I hate to say with um yeah r.i.p man uh where like there was like um the different tones or whatever that would be playing during some of their songs and my crawl does all that stuff and I was like, yo, this is exactly the style I was looking for. But at the time, the dude only had one album. <laughs> he had one album and a couple, like, singles. And I was so sad. And re-watching that episode, I went, Mike Crawl, that's who I don't have on my uh, my playlist on YouTube. And so I just downloaded this whole thing. And he has, like, 40 songs now. And I was like, yes! Nothing that makes me more happier is whenever you remember about artists you really like. And then they have new songs that you can enjoy. Like it, it legitimately made me happy. I remember the first time I, I like was like, oh, I'm going to put all the Motion City soundtrack on. Oh yeah, I forgot. There's their whole one album I've never listened to, so it's like it's a brand new album of Motion City soundtrack. Mm -hmm. um, but no, that that episode is whenever I got introduced to it. Plus, it also kind of like solidified the the concept and the idea that Pearl has a type. And it's also one of the things that, like, people are like, okay, at this point in season four, it was kind of, like, brought on earlier. But in season four, everyone identified, like, yes, there is LGBT representation through the gems. Before, the, the thing that made people, like, kind of question it was the idea of, like, the fusion between the, the gems that are predominant, like, are all female is, like, an L LGBTQ thing. Um, which some people like would fight and say like, well, that's not true because of this, this and that. 
um this season was the first season where we actually saw like no identify identify wise a lot of these individuals in this show are open to such things like you see pearl with the woman and it's like okay you, you can't you can't deny that because that would be it would be wrong in the same way of you saying like oh steven's uh connie isn't a representation of that um but there's so many of those relationship it's like awesome fantastic I'm, I'm completely down for it and it also is like super adorable in my head whenever uh uh pearl is driving and they tell her it's like okay look now and then she looks over and then the the big woman turns and looks at her and gives her a little like smile and the look on rose uh pearl's face and how her um like her blush is like the blue blush instead of the normal like pink it may like it, it's just i don't know it's wholesome and crap you can't you gotta love it and so yeah uh that the, the this was the season that it's kind of like set in stone like okay it's this and it's it's also one of the reasons why people also believe steven universe got kind of short-ended in the show and after after around the, around this season they they started slowing down on airing of steven universe like they they started doing it because there was backlash to the lgbtq representation in steven universe and i think it ultimately culminated down to a single episode um that did not come out this season i think it comes out next season um no what, what am i saying no no it did not come out this season uh, it can't it comes out next season and i remember when that episode came out there was up all over the place <laughs> and and i think you'll know whenever that episode comes uh you'll, you'll probably fear but oh boy so what's really funny yeah is i did not know uh i actually looked up nick roll um mike roll yeah yeah mike roll crow um I looked him up after I heard that because I was like, he sounds like a band that I know. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was them that was doing it. But then I was like, oh, wait, it's that. And the only reason I looked it up is because, you know, on my phone, uh, when music plays, I have a Google Pixel. So when music plays at the bottom of my phone, it will tell me who the artist is. Like it will automatically just search it. And I looked down to be like, oh, I remember I was like doing an overnight at work and I was mm -hmm. watching this episode. And I looked down and I looked at it and I was like, oh, that's not who I thought it was. I thought it was a band. I don't know if you ever heard of Arcade Fire. Um, I, I've i heard of them, never listened to them. Arcade Fire is kind of like the same thing, like the, the but it doesn't have that muffle sound. It's more of like the, the same jam. I, I, I found out about Arcade Fire because of uh, Vampire Weekend. Uh, I liked Vampire Weekend, which is like a, like a I, I don't know. They're kind of like a British invasion band, but it's like this modern take. Because uh, they also mm. played with um, Cage the Elephant. I don't know if you've ever. You, I've Cage heard of the Cage Elephant. the Elephant. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I, me and my buddy Yugi used to love that kind of music. So like, I, that's when I heard that I was like, "Is that Arcade Fire?" And then I was like, "I don't know. It's some guy named Mike Roll." But yeah. So past <laughs> all, Mike Roll. Um, yeah. That that episode uh, was great. The Onion episode was uh, still creepy but fun. Uh, there is one episode I really didn't care too much for. Mm. Um, and that was the episode where the gems actually steal Steven when he's a baby. Oh, it kind of made that me cringe episode. a lot. It made me cringe a you, lot. You, you know what's funny? Mm -hmm. That episode 
caused so much stir in the Steven Universe community. And you know why? Mm -mm. It's it's not because of the cringe or anything. It's because of a single point in the episode that people were like, that almost got really dark really quickly. Yeah, because they were going to kill it. When Pearl was like Did reaching they, for the yeah. gem and you just yeah. like the 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 like the music kind of goes dim like it goes like weird mm. omni silent and you see it's just like Pearl in her like love Trance. of like yeah. love of her if she plucked that like that would kill Steven like it it was a legitly thing where people were like holy crap Pearl was going to kill Steven right there Garnet didn't say nothing Mm. like yeah that 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 episode made me feel uncomfortable oh yeah and that's why i hate that episode that made people like question pearl like they're like we know pearl's better now right but that that's like because like up to that point and and even up to like the current season you definitely got this concept that pearl didn't care for humans like she she didn't care about like whenever before like uh Frozen, um, um, Greg got together. She's just like, you're just a fate. She just thinks you're like cute and adorable. Mm -hmm. Like you guys die and, and everything. Like it sucks to be you. And mm -hmm. it's like, she could, she 100% was like, whatever. And people were like, she yeah. would kill humans if it meant getting Rose yeah, back. back. And it's like, yeah. Dear, I, 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 just, I remember watching that and just being like, that stirred something it's like the guttural feeling where you know like a helpless person's in need and you're like we need to stop it everyone i watched it with had the same reaction like that that made me feel uncomfortable in the pit of my stomach seeing that Ugh. yeah and uh another episode that was kind of filler episode to me mm -hmm. was the ronaldo episode where he Rock thinks that he's yeah. gonna yeah, yeah. it's cool it's it's a filler like i i feel it's, like that again but that really this, the only one that, that that's the thing like whenever you get farther up in the seasons when the filler episodes come you can tell mm -hmm. the only issue is is that a lot of the filler episodes still like progress something in some way so like you could sit there and say it's a filler episode but in the same way it's like well you know steven has this insecurity or has this issue or like you know steven meets this person or that person and you have to see it in order to do it and so it's like is it a filler episode by all means probably does yeah. it still give you something that is in like important to the story yes is it a hundred percent necessary that's the question yeah, yeah there was and that's two why that like, were that way yeah and they were back to back actually but I enjoyed the other one better because it did bring back one of my favorite episodes. You, you got your one. little wrestling again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tiger, Tiger Millionaire. <laughs> now Tiger the late for this. I laughed so hard. And the thing is, it's like, what's really funny is Lars as a character is exactly the pinpoint person that I went to school with multiple people that were <laughs> like that, that love wrestling. Like they looked exactly like that. And I'm like, oh, I love wrestling. And I was like, you love wrestling? Really? You know, like, it's what's really late. funny is, like, we were just talking, you know, like, before this about how, like, I've been re-watching stuff. And, like, it's weird that that, I don't know why. The reason, I think I know the reason why I started watching old wrestling lately is because of the first episode the on the first season. Because I remember, like, being a child and just being in this awe that, like, 
you know, these guys, these grown men would get in the ring and they'd beat up each other and they had personas and these storylines and how stupid it was. And then you go back as an adult and you're like, yeah, that you can clearly tell when things are really fake. Yeah. And you're like, that's fake, that's set up, that's fake. But what's fun about it, and I still watch it, is because just some of the ridiculous that can happen. And I always look for the it things was, that are mistakes. You I, know? I, I tell people all the time because like my one roommate's a big fan of wrestling. And I'm mm -hmm. like, guys, wrestling is just soap for men. It's, it's a just, soap opera for it's, men. It's a soap yeah. opera, like all it of is. it. Because like none of the stuff's true. Like their, their beef yeah. with each other is not true. Because if they had the true beef... They get fired for doing the stuff that they do. See what's even, yeah. And like, the thing is, it's like, it's so like, people are so in depth with that. Like in uh, how Lars is like, he's so in depth with like storylines that like, I didn't know this until I started researching, but there's different phases of like uh, certain eras. Like I knew about attitude era, but I didn't yeah. know ruthless aggression era, baby face era, like stuff like that. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. So like, it's interesting to see like when things change, like you're like, Hey, you know, cause I flipped on one time to like a newer part of wrestling. And I was like, this does, what, why is this going on? Like, what, why is, why isn't there any bleeding anymore? Why isn't there no hardcore matches anymore? And you're like, Oh, it's because of the TV rating for kids. And you're like, Oh, wait, what? And then you come to find out that like some of the things that they did in the attitude era was like, <laughs> like this huge like craziness oh yeah but yeah so but i liked laura's character because it reminded me of how i felt when i was a child where i was like yeah get him dude you know like stuff yeah. like that you know stone cold steve austin will always be my favorite wrestler because Just he because shares the name, name yeah. yeah and the thing is it's like he's not my you know he's not like the wrestler i'll watch for entertainment anymore because i'm like oh he's gonna come out and do that now i'm actually more interested in like the no names that like didn't go anywhere and then i look up like their story of like what happened to them and i'm like wow and then i look at like things that were not supposed to happen that like you know that caused a lot of problems but like mm. people loved it you know and there was one incident where it was like shane mcmahon and like kurt angle and he was supposed to throw him some through some glass but the glass got changed like an hour before the, the pay-per-view happened because the sugar glass was breaking on entrances. So they put plexiglass in and then that is real glass he's being thrown through and he's actually bleeding. <laughs> he almost died. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. I remember watching that. Mm -hmm. um, but past all the wrestling bullcrap. Um, so back to Steven Universe. Um, there is... So I want to talk about like some of these episodes that got me. So episode 10, uh, Steven's dream. We find out that like Blue Diamond, we get to see Blue Diamond for the first time. Yep. And Blue Diamond is this emotional wreck. Like she, she was like kind of pearl in a way with like Blue Diamond yeah. where she kind of like, you know, like, cause like it was interesting because watching Steven, like he was like dreaming and he was like crying. And they ended up going, what was it, to Korea? I think it was Korea. I think it's Korea. Yeah, yeah, it's Korea. Yeah, where they, sh like, they find, like, her spaceship or whatever, and it's been destroyed. Mm -hmm. But... Oh, yeah, the, the um, Palaquin. You know what a Palaquin is, right? Yeah, it's like a device, like a ship, almost. No, 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 no. Like a Palaquin, mm -hmm. like the actual terminology of a Palaquin in our world. A Palaquin yeah. is the thing that, like, people would carry the ruler on. Oh, okay. So, like, yeah, in, yeah, like, yeah. Egypt, you have, like, the people underneath them holding up and it would yeah. just be a seat that they carry. That's a palaquin. And that, oh, okay. that's what this is. It's a seat for the diamonds to sit on that mm. self-carries itself. 
yeah. uh, for them to sit on. That's what the palaquin is. Mm. Um, yeah, no. Uh, furthermore, this is a pink palaquin too, yes. which further stretches. He, here's the thing, right? This. I, I, never that, mind. I'm not. I'm not going to say something. I'm that, not, not going to say event, something. That and like I've had. I have a lot of theories on like what's going to happen because this episode and then the gem heist episode yeah are are very key points of me starting to question things because for one we get to see other pearls in action other amethysts in action and Mm -hmm. how the diamonds are set up yeah and it kind of questions the question i i have a huge conspiracy here like i have a theory here and it's weird, but I, this is the question I beg. Okay. Is, so what I've been told by Re- Pink Diamond, or like how she was shattered, uh, Rose Court did this. Yeah. She shattered Pink Diamond. Yeah. But here's the problem I have, is uh-huh. Pearls and their guards, how could they let that happen though? Because they are like one of the high security people. Because like in that gem heist episode, it shows that like how hard it is to get close to a diamond. Like, what was you're, it? The only you're thing? asking the exact question people were asking. Yeah, because like it we just also found make out. Sense. We also found out that rose quartz, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're bubbling all the rose quartz. Mm-hmm. In, yeah, in, in, yeah. The, in the in the the um the garden or or what what was it? What was that place called? Her zoo on her zoo, Pink Diamond yeah. Zoo. The room of that Pink Diamond used to be in has all these bubbled rose quartz because that's yeah. the issue, right? Mm-hmm. It's not. All they know is that the person who shattered pink was a rose quartz. They don't know which rose quartz. So they've just been bubbling and imprisoning these people the whole time mm-hmm. to try and figure out which one's the real rose quartz. And it's like. That's meant that like that that adds a different level of issue. The the one thing I always bring up and like we we start seeing the first signs of it with like yeah. Steven whenever he's in the room with his mom or or whenever he's with like the room's projection of his mom. Yeah. And he yeah. says he's like you like all your problems are my problems now. Like I'm being like you left everyone a wreck. And now I have to pick up the pieces that you've destroyed and I'm being like attacked and hurt and everyone's being attacked because of what you did. Yeah. And it's like, it's not even just, it's not even just their friends. It's also people they've never met before. Like all Rose Quartz are apparently being like hunted and bubbled. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it's like the the dark repercussions of like people's actions, how it stretches farther than what they probably read. Because I assume Rose did not think of the re like repercussions of her shattering the diamond would also lead to all Rose Quartz being hunted that way. That and the other theory that I have too is I think that not uh, so here here's the problem that I have is most of the people that we see from Homeworld that ever show yeah. up from Homeworld they do not like homeworld really in reality mm. and in, in reality i think that maybe we might be seeing um like here's the thing it's normal storytelling to have this i have no clue what's going to happen yeah. but homeland uh, uh homeland. homeworld homeland homelander um, <laughs> no uh, <laughs> homeworld kind of reminds me of like a star trek 
episode, uh, like take okay. for instance, uh, the Krill. Uh, well, yeah. no, oh, wow, wow, that's Orville. But yeah, speaking of Orville, the Krill. There's always like even in like those societies that are like happy or they're like kind of like dictatorships. Yeah. There's rebellion. Like there's people yeah. that rebel, and I think that late next season we're going to see gems that are actually kind of like gems on, um, uh, like how Amethyst was. Like yeah. I, I really think that the, you know because how they said is like she cooked too long, and I was like, so that would happen at Homeworld too, probably. What do they well, do with the, those? The funny thing is, is that we we have some of that concept through mm -hmm. talking with like different of the the people, you know, like. Peridot have has limb enhancers, right? To make her mm -hmm. taller. Yeah. Obviously, in the gem society, the bigger you are, the the more important you are. But that's yeah. not exactly true because we see at the end here with uh, what's her face, baby. What, what's the, the little fairy girl's name? Oh, I only remember Topaz. <laughs> yeah, everyone remember Topaz. Topaz. Topaz was great because that that was the introduction of a uh, mm. uh, canonical method of fusion that no one thought of. I, I remember watching it and then like, it's just these two guys, they like, run up, grab you and then fuse together and then lock you in like this miniature prison. And I remember sitting there with uh, like my friend at the time, just being like, yo, didn't think about that for fusion actually. That's a really crazy method for like capturing people is to just basically self fuse with them. Um, but then it also adds like some issues. Like you can't do that to a gem you just actually fuse with the gem but apparently regular gems cannot fuse with humans so only steven can fuse with humans it was it was legitly a situation that i i i was so i was so surprised by um yeah I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm like Aquamarine. That's her name. Aquamarine. Yeah, Aquamarine. Uh, yeah. Is the, is the... I was trying to look it up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was looking it up too. That's why I was like kind of like buying time at the time. Mm. But we we see like Aquamarine is like this. Um. She she's like like the investigator or whatever with her and Topaz. Mm -hmm. Topaz is much bigger than her, so it's like it's not the size exactly. But we also heard from like Peridot. Peridot is a new era gem. That is what she said, right? And apparently the reason why the newer gems are smaller than the previous gems is because they're running out of resources. And mm. so the new gems that are being created don't have the same amount of resources to make themselves. And yeah. thus it's becoming more of an issue. Like that's how Peridot basically explained why she's so small and basically also about Amethyst. Because Amethyst is the last of the, the gems to be made on Earth, and thus she's she's small. And there's also another thing that kind of like I don't know this this might be out here, <laughs> uh, but but there's the, the show's like just great with theory and like that's yeah, what oh. I like. One of the things I like is I like to I like to investigate. Yeah. You know? So that um, that's what this show did for me. Like I was nonstop. Like I was conspiracy theory hat on the whole time. There is one character in the show that I have, I he, it's suspicious, too mm -hmm. suspicious, I, and, 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 and it's right in front of her eyes, and I've been looking at it, and I actually been looking up, um, I, I haven't like spoiled anything for myself, mm -hmm. uh, but the thing is, is like I've been watching other episodes with this character in to be like, 
something's different like something has to give because there's an episode where when steven in like season two where he finds the sword in lion oh yeah, yeah. um there's a chest in a tree and there's a whole bunch of other stuff in this season in this season there is an episode where she takes him to uh this this weird place they, they that find, has a key. He he finds a key in Lion's Mane. Nova, which is like supposed to be like his he, he was yeah. if he was a girl, he'd be named Nova. If he no, was a boy, Nora, Steven. Nora, I believe. I thought that it was, was Nora. Nora. It, may, Nora. it may have been Nova. I'm pretty sure it's uh, Nora. Oh. But I, again, I could be wrong. Whatever. I thought it was Nova. Um but I'm I'm very suspicious of Lion, and the reasoning why is because I think I might have it down of who Lion really is, uh, but I don't know. Like, uh, well, I I kind of know some things uh, that Lion. No, it is Nora. It is Nora. Nora it was going Nora. to be Steven's oh. okay name before they knew that it was a boy. Actually, I don't so... think they ever knew it was a boy. It just whenever he was created, they're like, oh it's a boy <laughs> yeah so i actually am very suspicious of lion because i think i might know something about lion mm. um so one of the things i want to bring up is lion uh you know he does the portal thing yeah but everyone doesn't question the one thing that i see every episode he's in is his color of his skin oh yeah uh it's it's court rose and i'm thinking that I don't know. I, this is kind of weird. Cause like, no, go ahead. I, awesome. You're going to probably say a theory that was a theory being thrown around at the time. There was no theory that was left undone during Steven Universe's run. There were so many conspiracy theories. Well, so the only thing that really bothers me is everything that Rose loved or cared about. It was in line so far, yeah. like her yeah. sword, this key. Uh, what was it? The the one gem, jizz, uh, jismith. bismuth, bismuth, <laughs> jismith. Uh, bismuth, and also that chest in the tree. And Stephen, uh, I I really okay. Crazy thought. I think lion is actually a person. Okay. I don't think that he's just a lion. I think that maybe he's a person. And she did something to him that made him this way. And I think that Steven's going to find out and he's going to, I, don't get me wrong. Hmm? I think he might do it himself. I think he might have something that will make, I don't know. I, I just feel like there's this thing where lot, you, you I know, know, I think this is like a vault. This is like a vault uh -huh. that she puts stuff in, and I think he's gonna make a vault to put stuff in. Did, and did I, you I not? Did you not make the connection from the earlier episode? You uh, did not. No, I didn't. That, that's that's fine. That's fine. Um, mm. I made the connection instantly because I had months, like weeks, to process each thing. Mm. Um, what you're saying here, Austin, hundred percent was a theory. People are like, there's something special about Lion. Well, I because I, you, you I, know why? I think I think I might know. Okay. The character that might actually be the next Lion. 
Okay. Because I've been thinking about it really Wait, what do you mean by next line? I, I think that someone is... I think something... I think Steven's going to get his own, like, lion. I, I don't know if it's an animal or whatever, but it's going to be something like that. Where he has, like, his own vault. But oh, it has okay, to be a okay. living... It has to be a living being to make this happen, I think. I don't know. This is, like, this crazy theory I have. Okay. I mean, that that's, that's interesting that you have that perspective. Because the, the issue that arises with it, right, mm. is we know for a fact that all gems have a vault. Yes. It's their gem itself. Like, we see mm. whenever, like, all of them pull out their weapon, it's coming from their gem. Yes. And we have seen, like, Pearl put multiple things into her gem mm. and then take them out. Um, Lion is just special that they have, like, a, a weird universe thing inside of them. Which you're 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 not wrong. Yeah. Um, you, I just feel I okay, feel like on. maybe that I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like there's gonna be something where there's gonna be because the thing is is there's no other lion that's shown in any of the other seasons. Like that's not true, that Austin. Remember. You didn't you didn't make the connection in the uh, episode where they went to the library. Do you remember that episode? Right. Yes. Yeah. Do you remember? where they were whenever or or what was going on whenever the dewey person sees rose quartz no i don't remember in the episode with that episode uh garnet tells him multiple places that he should go and look up that are like gem base related and he went to each and when he went to the desert area to look for the the ever-changing place uh he almost dies until rose quartz finds him and whenever he finds her, she is surrounded by what? Her lions. seven lions. Okay. Now, here's the other thing about the lions. Okay. There's I one special now. lion. Because do you know the defining feature of lion outside of just like the pinkness? Because Steven makes the joke about it in season one. He has a, he has a heart-shaped mm, nose. Heart nose. Yeah. In that vi picture that you watch, there's one lion with her. That has a harp shaped note and people yeah. are like that's lion before he became becomes whatever he is now either if it's because rose quartz dies whenever she like poofed or whatever he got like some residual effects became like this super lion or if there's something more to him we don't know i think but people made the the look and the connection they're like that's lion yeah, because it's it's an organic being, and I actually believe that. I, okay, wait. I do remember the lion thing now. I do remember that talking about that. But now I have a different theory that I think maybe I know what happens to lion that makes lion that way. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh. Because the thing is, is like the only thing that would make sense to me is like one, she does some type of magic on him or two the things that we've seen already in steven which what i'm gonna say is his his spit uh his his healing spit oh yeah his healing spit i yeah. feel maybe that uh th th there was an ep i'm trying to think of the show that i was watching before because now i think that maybe lion is dead 
and this is like the soul of lion oh okay that is left over like it's like a magical being soul it's not really its body like it's just this this soulless like this soulless <laughs> well it's, it's still got its own like personality but i think that like this is something that was like really dear to their her heart and she didn't oh, want to okay. let it go um okay 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 i get i get what you're saying because I'm actually waiting for like a, here's the thing with cartoon shows like this that go in depth, there is going to be someone that dies. Like someone has to die. And I don't know who it is. Awesome, it's a kid's show. (laughs) It doesn't matter because here's the difference. Someone can die as long as they're brought back. So I don't know what's gonna happen, Um, but I I think I might have it, but I I don't know, this is all theory. But yeah, I I also do like the fact, I will say this, I said, Austin, it's a kid's show. And like the whole plot of the kid's show is that Steven's mom killed. (laughs) (laughs) Like murdered, murdered, straight up murders a diamond. diamond. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just feel that maybe we're going to see, uh, cause now since how this episode ended, I think that maybe the new season we're going to see, uh, like, you know, one, we're going to actually see Homeworld. Uh, because like, that's, I that's, think, I mean, that, that was a pretty, um, yeah, it's common assumption know. just because of how this season ended where it's mm-hmm. like, we know that the diamonds are finding Rose Quartz, right? Mm-hmm. And you have this person who proclaims to be Rose Quartz. So of course they're going to get shipped away. Like that's oh, yeah. just a hundred percent what's going to happen. So I, I mean, you made basically the same exact well, what's what's really going to be interesting, and this is what's really funny to me, is what's interesting is Lars, actually, because okay. Lars is stuck on the ship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. We, we we don't know his, like, what really happened, but he's still on the ship. I was mm-hmm. like, uh, Lars is still there. So I'm, I'm guessing Lars is going to go on a little fun ride, um, you know, because in reality, I think I, I kind of know, like, what they're kind probably going to do with him because like they think he's like rose quartz but he doesn't remember so like they're probably going to do something like what most shows i've seen is like they'll put him on trial or he'll try to explain or some reason there's like this okay like the the q mocking it yeah the the, the q conundrum in uh star trek Yeah, yeah 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 i i just but it'll be interesting to see what homeworld is I like to I like to see it. it it's probably going to be like this crazy place. Um I don't know. And there's probably going to be some weird gems that I'm not going to like. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Uh cuz like there's you know like how my theory is is I really think that there's probably some rebellion in Homeworld and mm-hmm. that's usually how that is. Like you know when they're suppressed there's like some type of rebellion or something like that. But yeah, that's... yeah, and and that's like kind of like what they were kind of bringing up through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like even Peridot was like, "Yeah, we're we are like subjugated to these diamonds, right? We we love our diamonds, but then whenever like something comes along that kind of like questions it, uh, that fealty's broken relatively quickly. It, it's not like a parental bond connection like people thought it was." It's much more of like, oh, they're they're just these perfect beings in the eyes of the diamonds, and that's why they they think that way. Mm-hmm. So, no, I I find it interesting. I mean, we're we're this is season four. We're going on season five. Season five is the end of Steven Universe. 
So you're you're going to get almost all your answers que uh, answered, questions answered. Um, it's funny to me because you're going to get the answers like relatively quickly, right? Mm -hmm. I remember watching this season and being like, it's been so long since the last Steven Universe episode. Mm -hmm. When are they going to release? And they kept doing the like 10 episode release, 10 episode release, waiting mm -hmm. like three months or something like that. And mm -hmm. I just remember being like, it's been so long. Like this has been dragging on. We just want to know. We just want to know. And, and you just get to skip right to it. And that's fantastic. Um, cause more power to that, you know? Well, you and, know, we, we, we talked about this before, uh, and, and here, remember last week when I talked about how I felt that these episodes should have ended a certain way. Yeah. This season is exactly how I wanted it to end, where it left like uh, uh, like this excitement for season five, and like what's gonna happen. Um, but now I'm actually on your side with it, where I actually don't want it to end like that because I'm like, actually, in reality, I kind of like, you know. But I, but if if I was someone that was a viewer that was watching this when it first came out, that's uh, before we were talking all that. I'd be exactly how I felt before. Where I was like, yeah, but now I'd be like, no, no, I, I don't want a cliffhanger episode <laughs> until <laughs> next season. But there is also, you know, a conundrum for the people that are viewing our podcast. Uh, uh, season five is not on Hulu. No. It is on HBO Max or Max. Yep. Uh, so we have to start watching it on Max. Yeah, which isn't terrible, but yeah. it is something. Yeah, and it also has, uh, I was going to say, what was it? They have the movie 2 and Future there. Mm. And they have a sing-along. I didn't know that. Uh, I don't know about the sing-along. I think that's just literally just episodes. It's a movie. It's the oh, movie, oh, but it's, it's a it's the movie, but they add the lyrics into it. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Yeah. Ugh, ugh. <laughs> that, that, okay, that is one quick thing I will say about Season 5. Season 5 has one of the most rounding episodes of it with the music. And that's the diamond music. And I remember when um, What's the Point of Feeling Blue came out. That's the song mm -hmm. that Yellow sings to Blue. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the Yellow Diamond person is a famous opera singer. Mm -hmm. And here's the fun fact, right? The, the person who play, uh, voices Pearl, she was an opera singer. And when she found out that the person who uh, voices Yellow Diamond, because I, I watched an uh, interview that they did with her. When she found out that she was going to voice Yellow Diamond, she freaked out because it was like her, like who she always wanted to like meet. And they're mm -hmm. like, not only do you get to meet this person, you get to sing with this person because mm -hmm. all the diamond, all the pearls are, are voiced by that voice actress. And so mm -hmm. in that ep in that scene where you have Yellow Diamond and Blue Diamond singing, or may I think it's just Yellow Diamond singing. You have the two pearls who also go, ah, ha, ha, and they like, they do the melody. And I just remember like watching the video and, and uh, she's like, that was a dream come true. And I also remember Rebecca Sugar talking about that song. And she's like, we want to make the diamond music to sound nearly otherworldly. Hmm. And that's what they did with it. And that's why it has like the weird... I call it like, I don't know the actual term, but there, there's like some form of like tune for it. Cause it's, it's like synth music, but it's not like, I, I think it's like dark synth or like reverse synth. I don't know. There's a term for it, 
but when you listen if you listen to the musical notes of it it all sounds like mechanical and it, it's weird and i remember singing that song and just being so mind blown because like the concept is like it begins with yellow being like why are what's the point of being sad is basically what she's saying like what's the point of being blue don't you rather destroy everything get rid of that planet move on and then the thing that always gets me in that song is whenever she's like don't you know i miss her too and in it her voice cracks and you can tell she's starting to cry mm. and i just remember like that always like kind of like tears me up because it's like the idea you realized and th this is this is the thing that you realize at this point and and this is why i love steven universe is that yellow doesn't want the cluster as a weapon she wants the earth gone she wants to move on she wants to be gone from it because she still holds on to her sister that died what you're spoiling <laughs> no that's not spo we know that for a fact i know i'm just messing yeah, because because we, we, we know that like Yellow yeah. wants her cluster. Yeah. And she even says in that episode, she's like, I don't care about Earth. I don't care about stuff. I want my cluster and I want that planet gone. That's what she says to Peridot in that episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then this episode, she even says like, wouldn't you rather like, what's the point of being blue? Like, remove it, go away, move on. Like, we need to move mm -hmm. on. What's the point of being sad? is what she's saying that whole song and that's whenever everyone like connects the dots it's just like yellow still like blue is obviously a wreck still for her sister yellow is trying to be like the the stronger sister who's like look we miss our sister we loved her we have to move on and the only way we can move on is by destroying all the stuff but because they're like a diamond i don't know like hierarchy connection thing blue has sovereignty over the earth apparently and she's not letting it be it's there's so many like little nuances that you find out through that episode alone and just that short interaction between them that you mentioned theory bait oh boy that caused more theory baits so many oh my gosh this show's just great for it and and i, I can't wait to like just talk more about like theory crafting and theory thoughts uh later and we'll uh we'll also get to see all the things done for this thing uh for season five is coming up next uh austin the end of steven universe the end of steven universe here's the thing though mm -hmm. so we we get steven universe five right we have a movie and steven universe future which is i, I call it like the the victory lap of steven universe it's like a, a time skip kind of deal thing mm -hmm. um do I, I say we just combine the two the movie and mm -hmm. the uh the show yeah together. that's what i was thinking even though there, there's so much you can pull from the the movie there's so much you can pull from future um we can just combine it and then just just do it and then if you even want to austin we can we can just do a watch along of the movie because mm. who that movie's a banger <laughs> there's <laughs> there's songs from that thing that i i listen to and it's like the whole series of steven universe like wells up and just like breaks me down every time mm. but we'll, we'll, we'll get there when the next week is steven mm. universe season five austin 
I think that does it for this episode. Yeah. We're, we're pretty over, yeah. we're pretty over par mm. talking about yeah. it. Probably, probably wouldn't have been as long if you, I don't know if like we didn't talk about Sayaka for the first like <laughs> 10 minutes and then you went away for to sure. go to the restroom. Yeah, so, from, yeah. but Hey, that's how life is. That's how everything goes. Austin, I appreciate you joining me mm-hmm. for this episode of Steven universe. Uh, bros and shows is what I meant to say, not Steven universe. And thank you so much. Everyone out there, thank you so much for stopping by and I'll thank you so much. Tune in.